Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! What's up, gamers? We're over at Microsoft now. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Microsoftinization. Hallo! Grease wound, do not relent! Grease de land, diobesen! That one's for our number one supporters, Luxembourg. Shout out to the Prime Minister, whose name I didn't Google. Shout out to all of our Luxembourgers. I love that I was like, before this, I was like, we don't do the Luxembourg thing, right? We'll do it next week. And Aaron didn't say anything, and it's because you had that beautiful line in the pipeline. <laughs> <ready to> <laughs> I, I was staring past my microphone, past your little circle glowing up green, while my phone had the English to Luxembourgian translation on it. What did you say? What did you say to all of our beautiful Luxembourg fans? Uh, hello, greetings from Do Not Relent, comma, greatest country out there. It's true. There's, they're, they we're one of the top podcasts in the country over there. So keep on Luxembourg, baby. But keep on Luxembourg now, especially that Microsoft spent seventy billion dollars to buy Activision. What the? It fuck? was the largest game ownership purchase in the history of game ownership purchasing. It is doo doo. I believe it is almost twice the amount they paid for Mojang, which is like. People still spit on themselves about that. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't know, there's been a lot of people on Twitter saying things one way or another, but I just don't see how this could be a bad thing, considering the state of how Activision Blizzard has been over these last years. (laughs) I've been reading that, like, Microsoft in general is, like, stricter about things that, you know, like, like what... Blizzard has been in trouble with with this lawsuit, so that that's good. I mean, they've also basically announced that Robbie Cody is going to be out of the picture after the transition's over, which may be 2013, 20, 2023. God, not yes. 2013. Yes, uh, <laughs> 2013. He'll be listening to Boys Like Girls and he'll be on his way out. He'll be on his way to that one Las Vegas uh, fest that's probably God, a scam. <laughs> God, that's the sheer way that is spreading i was like there is no way that is legitimate that's also there's like seventy-eight thousand bands coming to that i was like For no like way one these... day like they yeah. won't have it <laughs> it's funny because i i didn't really think bobby kodick was gonna stick around anyway because he's getting a fuck ton of that money isn't he he owns most of the shares shares yeah he so Based on just what I saw in the Thralls Balls, check out Thralls Balls Discord, Gershom said that he is walking away with $470 million out of this. He's probably getting more. Probably, I, I bet there's more money. But also, he bought Activision in like the 90s for 500 k We know what he bought it for originally. What a fucking percentage increase for this greedy little goblin. Like, fuck you. And I love how, like, in the wake of everything that's happened with, like, this buyout and whatnot, he still continued to just say stupid shit, too. It's like he wants people to go beat him up or something. He, he's he been making, like, media rounds. And he's doing interviews, and he was with Phil Spencer doing Side by Side, and just, like, talking about, like, the money. This is my favorite part. Uh, here's my least favorite part. He was doing an interview with Gamesby, and he was explaining his motive for selling the company to Microsoft. And he was, Gamesby said, The sexual harassment investigation factor in this certainly seemed to affect the stock price, right? Bobby said, I think what affected the stock price more than that is pushing out Overwatch and Diablo. And then I think people started to see this year's Call of Duty wasn't doing so well. Uh, So yeah. So I sold it. Like, what? <laughs> You're blaming the game developers for pushing out games to make them better, for delaying them, for the reason you sold the company? I mean, like, I feel like the, the legitimate answer is that, like, I don't know, the global pandemic we're in has obviously made working harder, and then obviously the fact that they're in a lawsuit has made things more complicated. Yeah, the, the fact that they have suffered L after L after L in the social and economic sphere recently... Like, that's probably making folks not want to uh, buy ABK stock. Just ridiculous. You know, you know, the worst part, though, is there's probably like a 40% shred of legitimacy to that. There are probably 
especially people who like goof around in the stock game, the alpha males are like, I don't care what he does at the studio, but I want to play Diablo four. I'm pulling out my support. God, you're I'm so mad that you're right. <laughs> Just ridiculous. So, okay. So the impl- I, there's been a, so much debate about the implications of Microsoft owning Activision. Is it coming to Xbox? Is, is that going to happen? Let's start with that first. It has to, right? It has to. World of Warcraft? You World mean? of Warcraft coming to Xbox. I don't know. I, I think it is inherently a system. Like, World of Warcraft, the game, is a system that w- was not made for consoles. So I don't think that they would want to port it over. Like, all of these other games were made for console usage as they were being developed i don't think wow ever was right i agree with you but i do think that microsoft would see this and probably want to be able to make a console port for xbox because you look at you know final fantasy they have you know controller accessibility through ps is it four or five or both i don't know how that works so I assume that they would probably want to make WoW as competitive in that sense as possible. And I I don't know. Like, it, So it also depends on if they want to use the resources to make the game compatible with console. I assume that's a lot of work. I mean, I'm I'm not smart about what that would all take, but I assume it would create, create some kind of overhaul they would have to do. I think they'd be fools to not explore it because Final Fantasy is on console, but it was made tandem with them both in mind, obviously, and that's the part, is getting the WoW's old spaghetti code onto a console, that's gonna be hard. But, control-wise, Final Fantasy has a fuck ton of buttons that I don't even need to have in my bars, and so they have just, uh, just almost the same buttons that we have. So, I- I- I'm curious how that works on a-, on a console. I think with Microsoft's fuck you money, they just used to buy out Activision, I think they could easily put enough money into figuring out uh, a way to port it to Xbox. And think about how many users have not played WoW that have an Xbox. There's got to be a fuck ton of them. Aaron would be very happy with this, I'm sure. Yeah, if only this this revelation had come out six years ago, I, I'd be in a very different place. And, and they've really been expanding their Game Pass, and there's a lot of talks about, is WoW coming to Game Pass? Now, that one, I think, is more likely to happen than it being on Xbox because Game Pass is also on yes. PC. So yes, it's I, 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 think, I think it is coming to Game Pass, and I think that somehow the sub will roll into your Game Pass sub. Like, it'll have, it'll have some if-then statement where it's like, oh, are you playing this via Game Pass? Well, that then you get in. But then if you don't, if you're not accessing it through that server, oh, then you have to pay the standard sub. Yeah, and then, like, they probably, like, would then make you pay the price of the expansion or something like that. But either way, I feel like if it is added to the Super Duper Gamer Pass, then, like, that also would increase the possibilities of new players coming to it. Just because, like, if they already have it, they might as well try it. Also, I will say this, too. This is credence of why it more than likely will not be on the Xbox Series X is because the way other console MMOs worked at the time, at least when I played Elder Scrolls on my Xbox One, was you would just go through your Xbox Live subscription, which was like $70 per year, which, wow, is, and I hate to admit it because I paid for two people, is like twice as much as that per year. How does Final Fantasy work on PS? I guess I don't know how that you have to pay... If you have PS I would Plus, assume I, hmm. I would assume you just go through your PS Plus, but that's also I mean, and I don't know Final Fantasy's uh, sub structure, but I assume that would be a lot cheaper too because those are usually only sixty seventy dollars per year. What this is okay? This is probably the most surprising thing to me. You don't need PS Plus to play Final Fantasy online. You just need to have a Final Fantasy sub. You don't need PS Plus. So, mm, so maybe they would just mm. do that then. Um, so Elder Scrolls, which is, by the way, Elder Scrolls and WoW are now owned by the same company. That's fucking weird. That's, not, not that yet, is 1,000% true, yeah, because Bethesda and ZeniMax. That's weird. Um, So I guess Elder Scrolls Online is baked into Game Pass. And how it works, though, is that if you 
pay like an extra, I don't know, five or ten dollars, then you if you have it through Game Pass, you get like Elder Scrolls Online Plus, and you get like a bunch of stuff. And I'm I'm ninety five percent sure this could be wrong that you get the expansions included in that. I think I heard that. I don't play ESO. I'll check out some of those talks. But if that's the case, they could do that, and that make you pay for like the next uh, Lightlands expansion. Because I don't have, I, I think a majority of WoW people don't have Game Pass. Is that weird to say? Is that making a broad assumption? I mean, we don't, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. I think Game Pass is more popular than any of the three of us think, but... Oh, don't. I, I think it's popular as fuck. But I think people who play MMOs, we don't have time for a fucking second subscription to something like Game Pass. You know what I mean? Like... That's, that's, I, I can't, that's so many games I won't even, I know I won't touch. Because <laughs> I'm, half my life is MMOs at this point. Right, yeah, I think, I think you're right that maybe we're in like the MMO echo chamber where it's like, we don't need Game Pass because we play an MMO. <laughs> so, there's just so many questions. And this, I, this is such a big deal, I feel, I mean, it's obviously a big deal. But what the bigger deal is, is that, <laughs> can you imagine Facebook? They were almost sold Activision to Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I would have killed myself. We haven't, we haven't <laughs> talked about that yet. Uh, Mark, Marky Zucks and the guys at Meta, which, by the way, it's Meta now. Please don't refer to it by its dead name. Uh, <laughs> they were in the running to purchase ABK. <laughs> and well, that okay. would have been disgusting. Yes, it would be disgusting, but, like, from what I was reading, basically, Bobby was like, hey, uh, Facebook Meta, do you want to buy ABK? And they're like, ew, no. Yeah, Facebook slash Meta already goes through enough controversy as possible. Lizard man Mark Zuckerberg said, we don't need your extra beef. (laughs) And also, I, I feel like they probably just don't see it as, like, that big of a, like, profit either, because... Honestly, I feel like Microsoft probably bought ABK mainly for Candy Crush, if I'm being honest. I mean, can't let's all look down at our hands here. Let's all realize the way the world really works. Candy Crush has been making sextuple the money that any of these other properties have. I can't believe people are really paying to get their little candy beans on more life to get that level, like, 1,000 level completed. I looked up. <laughs> A- Amy... Yabyag's last name oh, no. pays like hundreds of dollars per year just to make sure she gets extra candy or can pass levels. I just okay, so I just uh, sorry to derail things a little bit, but like about like in-game purchases on like phone apps. I like am haunted sometimes just about the fact that I'm remember the specific review of the Kim K shopping game or something on like the phone and the top review is like this is pay to win. It's like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind dropping a few hundred dollars on a mobile game for in-game purchases. Like, And, like, that was, the, like, the baseline of, like, oh, but, like, a few hundred dollars isn't a big deal. Yeah, like, yeah, like, four hundred dollars, that's that's every, I do that on every app. God, speaking of Yabiag's mom, though, I bet she was really mad that the meta WoW deal fell through. Because she loves playing with Oculus. She'll be like, yeah, yeah, can I rent your, can I play your Oculus this weekend? And she will play Beat Saber. Can you imagine that woman playing Beat Saber for like more than like an hour? She's going to hurt her back. I can. No, she's, for for an old cantankerous lady, she is a, she acts like a woman half her years. She would have loved VR Candy Crush. (laughs) VR Candy Crush. Okay, doubling back though. Okay, so I did find out how ESO works if you have Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, then expansions are discounted 20% off, and DLC, including crowns and updates, are 10%. What does that mean? What are crowns? The currency? I, I don't updates? know. Suli, come in here. You, you made the damn thing. <laughs> Explain these things. You got 4,000 hours in Ebon Heart Forest. Uh, he was in the Ebonheart Pact, which is the pact between the Nords, uh, the Dark Elves, or the Dunmer, if you're being technical, and the Argonia <laughs> of Black Marsh. Hey everybody, this is a WoW podcast. <laughs> we talk about all kinds of things around here. I, I mean, I love, I love Elder Scrolls lore. I didn't like their game. It was boring as fuck, but... <laughs> yeah, I, should say, I should say ESO. I love Oblivion, Morrowind, Skyrim, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the real... 
horse in the bathroom? What class and race would Bill Gates play? What what class race will he play once the deal is finalized? So I'm just going to say, and I hate to say it, Bill Gates is going to be Horde. No, okay. Okay, so my initial thought was like, I think I could see him being a gnome. But like, either way, if he was Horde, I would say he's a goblin. So goblin or gnome. And I think he would say, you know what? I bought the damn thing. We're adding Tinker class in. (laughs) He is going to be a mecha gnome. Because his vaccine Ooh. is gonna turn all of us into mechanomes. <gasps> he's gonna he's gonna have a special cooldown called Melinda was wrong, and every time he hit it, every NPC in the world will turn to his direction and go, "She was in the wrong, Bill." It's actually really sad. What inspired Bill Gates to buy Activision was he was actually doing Shadowlands content with us, and he got to the part in the other side when he saw. Maleficent and Millhouse hanging out, and he was like, "That's me, and that's me and Melinda." But then they broke up, and now he's like, "Fuck, man, the deal's already almost over. I can't get out of this now." You're like, "Bill, Bill, how how about you run some mythics with us? I would love to run some mythics. What do you got?" And it's like, "Well, I got a a fifteen DOS." Oh, oh no! <laughs> and it's like one of those weeks when literally all of us have the same key, so all of us have DOS. <laughs> Sorry, Bill, all we have is DOS. I need to go make a phone call. <laughs> and, then, and then now he owns it, and he's like, oh my god, all of your keys just disintegrated. Looks like that dungeon doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Maleficent is dead to the WoW universe, his first press statement on the, you, on the you, whole you thing. Go, you, go to, you go to Legion Twilight Hold, and <laughs> it's, it's like M- Millicent's thing comes in, and then the energy shield doesn't go down, and Millhouse comes in like, looks like she cheated, and she was wrong. <laughs> She's okay. the bad guy in this in this relationship. Okay, so it is Millicent. I was saying Maleficent, wasn't I? <laughs> Whoopsies. Okay, but most importantly, we have, and I haven't. This is this kind of got buried after like the whole Activision buyout was. We have like encrypted items from nine one five, and they're adding some files that look like the in-game shop stuff for the deluxe edition. For the next expansion coming out whenever that is when the fuck is that even coming out i don't know i still am on the board that like 9.2 is coming out at this point maybe sometime in february i still think it's sooner than people think but then i i think that means that like 10.0 would be coming out in like maybe it's normalish time like early summer i don't know <laughs> Yeah, so so they they added items that are usually included in the deluxe edition. So like like last summer out in eight point two point five, they added the Shadowlands uh, mount pet and items that you would get. So uh, what even was that? Oh, it was the Ensorcerer's Mind Worm, uh, the fun clothes that came with the Mind Worm, and whatever that dumb pet was. So now the equivalent has been data mined. Oh, the equivalent is in air quotes. We assume it's the equivalent. And they're seeing five textures. There are copies of five textures used in the Drake Mount Emerald buff spell effect, which may be connected to the encrypted mount. Drake Mount Emerald. So an Emerald Drake. So everyone's talking about dragons for a possible 10.0 expansion dragon isles or some kind of dragon expansion and you know i could i could see it like I, that'd be cool yeah i i mean it'd be neat why why has this been such a unifying thought in wow players minds like i haven't heard the phrase dragon isles in the game I've just heard everyone saying that that is the one thing they would ever want from an expansion. Have we, has this been on the wind before? So the Dragon Isles is something that everybody has, not ever. I say everybody, a lot of people have wanted. So is this a concept they made up or does Alex Straza look you in the face at some point and go like, we come from Dragon Isles. No. So the, so we know from the book, John Stats book, the old the the developer who had the hand cramps and he couldn't play anymore. He there was confirmed a cut zone that was gonna be from level sixty five to seventy 
that was located north of Lordaeron and west of Quothalas called the Dragon Isles, and it was cut. And we have kind of seen some, like, artwork reuse of the Dragon Isles. Uh, we see it in uh, Stormsong in BFA, the Stormsong area. Like, the nautical, like, tentacles creeping out uh, from, like, the island. That is a Dragon Isles artwork concept. I'll post it in host chat for you. Also, I believe the concept of the Dragon Isles was referenced as far back as in, like, Warcraft 2, even. Like, I think it was mentioned. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure. Oh, oh, also because Rathion has that black talent agent. Remember when we're doing that weird Rathion quest in the beginning? And he's like, I'm searching for the Isles, but other dragons have not told me anything. And it's like, well, the Isles? What Isles? Th this is a guy who isn't left or right, correct? Do you, what do you mean by that? Like, <laughs> a horde or alliance or evil or... No, literally his two stupid bodyguards oh. named left and right. Okay, yes, I forgot that those were literally their names. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not talking about conceptually, or I'm not talking about morality. I'm talking about there's two dumb motherfuckers named left and right, but this is a third guy. This is center. Yeah, this is this is mid. <laughs> Skyline Chili! Okay, so so I'm on Wowpedia, which I don't remember. Do we like Wowpedia or do we not like Wowpedia? Regardless of whether or not we like it or not, we always use it. <laughs> wow, is Wowpedia the one with the dark background? Yes. I trust Wowpedia. Wow Wiki can huff yes, my dog. That's right. Fuck all Wiki. Okay, here we go. After the Fourth War, which is the current that's bad that's BFA, right? Yes, when mm. visiting Blood Mist Isle, Rexar, you know told Zakan, Zaffy Boy, about the Dragon Riders of Lorth... Sorry, this is not Lorthramar. Lorith Aran on Wormscar Island. I'm opening all these hyperlinks. And about a legend of a home for all dragon flights. But Rexar says such a place has never been found. And then in the development, it says it is only in Battle for Azeroth that the first canonical mention of the Dragon Isles was made. We have artwork, a bunch of unused, unnamed artwork in the art of World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Diary. That's the one you were talking about. Oh, the, the diary is the one that by John Stats. And then the world map from Lich King removed them. And the Dragon Isles were intended to be temples to the old gods. That's why, Aaron, did you check host chat? The picture looks like I did, the Stormsong yeah. Temple. I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> you were like, here's this, like, you know, the tentacles coming from the sea, and then you've you've put what is essentially a landmass that is an octopus. Yeah, which is essentially, as Slide was yeah. saying, it's a temple to Nazoth, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's going to be called the Dragon Isles. I mean, to be fair, it might not even be dragon-based. But the like we have not had a Drake an updated Drake model. God's plan. <laughs> it's just a wheelchair mount. <laughs> you know, I really hope he, he's like he's like, hey, don't update it. Remember me from 2015 when I was a cool rapper instead of guy who talks to teenagers all the time. Oof. God's plan. Uh, it, also, Drake, let your son come home. Stop keeping him in France. Kanye will never come home. That's Drake's son. Check out the theory. Yep. Google it. Also, you dead named him too. He's just yay now. That was ye. Maybe. Ye. Ye. Like but his yeah. favorite YouTube poop. Dragons. I I mean, like, I think this is cool. I, I think that is, this seems that is likely. Very cool. I, I also feel like, didn't we, like, kind of talk about this? Because we were saying how if Zaval wins and resets Azeroth, the dragons are the first primordial defenders of Azeroth. The titans made the dragons and said, you are our first defenders. You will protect this land. And then as we got stronger, they were like, you don't need us anymore. We will disappear. Well, and also they gave up all of their abilities and coolness to defeat Deathwing. So I know that's rendered dragons sort of weak recently. So like, what if we do a complete restart? Which, man, I don't know how you sell a complete restart to, like, some some players, right? They're going to be like, but my lore! And I'm like, I get it, but, like, that's pretty cool. Like, that pretty even, fucking dope. 
even if it's like Zoval, he does something so severe that Azeroth as a defense mechanism is like, we need to get some dragons on this. What is more severe than plunging an enormous sword into the side of the planet? What is he going to do that Azeroth's like, oopsie doopsie, this is, we need some dragons on this one. My bet is super duper big laser beam. He just like uh, puts a literal <laughs> hole in the planet, just makes it hollow, and she's like, ooh, need to slap some dragons on that one. So this also kind of ties in with uh, a data mined piece of loot that comes off of Zoval. And there there are other weird pieces of loot in there, kind of like how we had them in uh, Sadi's. I guess he, so he drops a neck called the World Killer Iris. And its description is literally like an inverse of the heart of Azeroth. The World Killer Iris reads, a living symbol of despair, born by the nemesis of a doomed eternity, the fate of Azeroth will be shared by all her children. And the heart of Azeroth read, a living symbol of hope. Born by the champions of a dying planet, the fate of Azeroth will be shared by all her children. Well, both say that the fate of Azeroth will be shared by all of her children and were her children. But just looking at this item strictly as a stat stick i feel like this might be a bis for a lot of people because like the heart of azeroth as well it has crit haste and mastery it has you know three secondaries as opposed to like what at most it would have two before so i feel like this will probably be best in slot for a lot of people what if only the people who manage to get it through raiding are able to continue into 10.0 i would love Ev- <laughs> everyone else is the chaff that they're going to to call and it's like only you, the chosen sixty percent, are able to move on. I think this is fun. Like even if this item does nothing, it's still cool that he's like, "Yeah, I have the inverse of your beautiful item. <laughs> I get the bad boy which, version." Which is fair because, and I hate to turn their words on them, but Steve Disnoozer said like, "This is the end of the big chapter of WoW," which means like. Yeah, it makes sense that this guy has an item that is the inverse of the heart of the planet because he is the bad guy. We don't need to build off of him after this. He's allowed to be the ultimate evil. I've said it before and I've said it again. I would not mind a reset. I don't know how you spin it. I don't know how you can do this without making a majority of your player base upset. But I'm saying here, I'm for it. Do it because I want it. (laughs) I think what they could do is just have a, like a Chromie or somebody make it so that you can be sent back to the way that it was before, whatever they call this event. Um, and then you just Fortnite flip the planet over, you know? And That'd then... <laughs> be wild if you went to fucking Chromie, though, and she was like, yeah, here's the last 15 years. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, oh my god. But like, think about it. Like the, At this point, a game that's been going on for this long... It kind of needs a reset. People talk about Arthas and people talk about the Cataclysm and like that's fine and dandy. But like that shit is like so old by this point. And as we keep progressing further, it just becomes harder and harder and harder to get new players to slog through it and try to figure out chromie time and which area they have to go to. If they can like figure this out as like a whole rework, ugh. It's a pipe dream, but God, I wish it would happen. Or they just give us a whole nother planet that we go to. I don't know. Something. You want to leave Azeroth behind forever? Listen, two Azeroths. I got two Azeroths. (laughs) (laughs) One for the bitches and one for the hoes. I have two planets. Thank you, Kevin Gates. You have given me such a gift with your mediocre song. Bill Gates, Kevin Gates, what other Gates we got hanging around here? Of Stormwind. Okay. We also, okay, so uh, speaking of items that Zoval drops, we also get to get the item that he personally wields. He drops his own item for us. Uh, Gavel of the First Arbiter, which, why you got that? Because he was an Arbiter. Wait, is that the name of his weapon? Yeah, that's what it's called. Well, because he was the First Arbiter, right? That's very true, and then they, they kicked him out. And it has a unique attack. Okay, so it says, 
Your first attack on an enemy deals an additional amount of shadow damage and dislodges their soul, manifesting nearby for X amount of seconds. Slaying this soul will send it to the afterlife it truly deserves, granting you a twisted boon for X amount of seconds based on incestination. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, based okay, on assassination. So, so say you use that in a PvP setting. Am I supposed to defend my soul now? You oh, hit they, me in the face once, and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, backup soul. Do they run away? <laughs> like, Am please, I man. able to get it buffs? That's when you do slash beg. Please, please, no, please, not my soul, man. Come on, <laughs> my soul. <laughs> <laughs> my soul's about to get hit by the raptor. <laughs> my soul. Yeah, I don't know what this means. There's a lot of information that's kind of, like, not on it. But, like, I'm loving this, like, unique weapon thing that we have going on so far. Like, I think it's really cool that we're spicing up the item pool with these kind of stuffs. But, okay, so this is this is a two-handed mace. And it's unique equipped. There's not many unique equipped two-handed maces. Which means, sorry, Fury Warriors, you can't have two of these. Imagine if you were, if they could have two of these, they would beat the... Double the souls out of you. <laughs> they would have two souls. <laughs> two two souls. souls. One for the bitches and one for the hoes. Wait, yeah, wait. So it's just two-handed and just stamina. So any, so int, agi, strength could all wear this as long as you can wield a two-handed mace. Which is who again? I was going to say, <sighs> well, what, what, what agi and what ints could even do that other than what? Holy Paladin. A war- the Warriors can hold this. Yeah, uh, Arms Naprot. and Fury can hold one. I think Monk... I think Monk can... I think some version no. of Monk... No. The Tank Monk can hold this? No, I, d- tank I don't Monk think it can. Tank Monk can't mace? It can't. I have... In my entire history of Wigglestein as a tank, he, he was never able to hold maces. But were they one-handed maces? No, well, he can hold one-handed maces. He can't hold two-handed maces. Damn, I guess I really don't know who can hail, who can hold it the maces. It is paladins, warriors, unholy, and blood death knights, and that's it. That's it. As we all friends have to figure out who can hold these maces. I guess shamans too. Shamans, not a two-hand. Maybe, I think back in the day they could have. Oh my god, there's an ad playing. Icy Banes, why don't use you? Anyway, so that's, I just, maybe I need to change my uh, my class to be a wielder of Zilvaw's sexy mace. Oh, Mr. Allen is up. Oh yeah, I just said. I would say 29 or 2 for 50, but you cannot wield two of them. <laughs> 29 or two-handed for 50. <laughs> <laughs> you, you must be... Fully all right with the twenty nine dollar price tag. All right, Randy, you hear that, Randy? You out there, Randy? Oh Imagine if he was. Uh, I I think we've done this before, Randy. Randall Bailey, if you're still around, just shoot me a message. Randy, no, Randy, leave. Randy, you're get wet out of here. and wild now, and you need to get out of here. But if for some reason you're still listening, shoot me a message so I can be like, head on out of here. You know what? Maybe maybe it's time for Growlina to save us. Growlina, where are you at? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting too heated up, and also I need to grab another beer. So Growlina, cover us. Well, hello there, my girls, guys, and ghouls. Rowlina here to give you a taste of what's going down in these mean streets. I'm here today with Visquick, discussing the intricacies of dragons in this world of ours. So, there are dragons, and there are proto-drakes, correct? Yeah, that's right. So what would happen if we found new proto-drakes on the Dragon Isles? Would those be proto-drakes, or would they just be new dragons? Well, I guess if they're ugly like that, then they'd be proto-drakes, right? Isn't it a different species at that point? But what if they're proto-drakes made by new proto-drakes? Wouldn't that just be 
a drake at that point. I mean, maybe? It's all very confusing, lol. And if they all became drake, would they just make mediocre music? Lol. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I would. Make better music and let your son come home, Aubrey. Anyways, we might find out the answer to this conundrum in the coming expansion. But until then, it's been ground. Well, we're back, Growl, and guess what? I'm still feeling spicy. Except, not. Although I am drinking an all-day IPA session ale. What does an all-day mean? What does that mean? Uh, you can drink it at any point and only feel a little bad. Isn't that any? Isn't that any alcohol? Well, anyways, here we are again with our requested uh, repeat of our "What You Drinking" segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a big hit last time. So uh, I have a big can of Founders All Day IPA. What about you, boys? Um, we are still working on our twelve pack of the Truly Margaritas, and I currently have the Strawberry Hibiscus Margarita style flavor. I just finished up the Mango Chili one before that. Pretty good. Sorry, folks. Only got one beverage for you today, and I got a classic lime margarita, truly hard seltzer, and I got a hit of weed on my right hand. <sighs> Ooh, fancy. Speaking of fancy, I think it's time for a time warp. Oh no! Our time warp. It's pulled. It's I'm pulling up my timer so I don't have to do this by my eyeballing. Blueberries, blueberries. Alright, they have 40 seconds to give me as many correct answers to this question that I'm pretty sure has already been asked before. But, it's been so long, let's see how they can do this time. Are you two ready to answer my trivia question that's semi-related, actually pretty related, to our contents of this episode yes yeah okay. and if we've done it before i'll let you know but i'll still do it yeah i'm curious i, I i'm we've had we've had to have had anyway i need you two to name me as many dragons as you can go alex Straza, uh, um, uh, malagos caligos illigos chromi um, um crows dormu mos dormu uh tick tock um Coriolstrus. Um, uh, Ebonhorn. Yes, that is one. Uh, Malfer- Nefarion. Uh, Anixia. Yeah, um, Deathwing. I forgot. Oh, I was going to say, did we, did we even say no- Deathwing? Oh, Nefarion. Nelfarion. Um, uh, Rathion. Um, Rathion and Anduin's child. Time. And, I'm sorry. I, I should have called time a while. I should have. I should have called time ten seconds ago. Yeah. What mute? What happened? I mean, I'm always bad at time warps. I'm like, I don't remember anything, and y- listeners know this by now. <laughs> by a score of, I believe, ten to three, Aaron is the victor. Did 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 you include Anduin? No. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Anduin and Rathion's gay child. They're going to adopt a half-dragon, half-human kid. The child's also gay? There's too many gays in one household. The drama. (laughs) (laughs) They specifically asked for it. They said, do you have any fabulous little kids in here? And they said, boy, do we. Okay, you know what? I really do think that we're getting a dragon expansion. They like to do this thing where they seed. They they will put like a, what they call a seed. It's not really a seed. It's like a molecule of a seed where it's like Rathion was in BFA. The whole expansion comes off and then it's like Rathion will lead you to the Dragon Isles. You know what I mean? Like they love doing shit like that. Yeah, like, Rathion certainly put his seed in Anduin. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm calling it right now. Rathion will be our liaison and him and his flight or whatever he's calling his friends will get us to the Dragon Place. Which, also, oh my god. Yes, I, and also, I'm calling it now, and and I know it's going against canon, Rathion will find some way to bring back the, dra- the black dragon flight That's, during yeah. the Dragon Isles, 
whether it be through magic or, unfortunately, through finding a lady dragon. No, like, come on, we're in a world of magic and whatnot. Like, he and Anduin can legitimately find a way to have to to bring the black dragon flight back, black, 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 a little late for our Halloween episode, but <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. But also, wait, wait, Madeline Rue did on, give us wait. one canonical gay couple, and we've had a couple through the Shadowlands. It, I feel like I feel it on the wind. We're gonna lose one soon. Oh, please don't say that. Um, I mean, take your shots. We can continue to just train. Yeah, no, I, I am back with my shot of Bacardi. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> yeah, I'm kind of worried with that too. Either like, <laughs> oh, there he goes. I'm worried about either, like, killing one of them, killing, like, Flynn, or... I mean, they could probably kill him with Daya Shaw pretty easily. Or no, Raphael. No, I don't, I don't think they'll... I'm not, I don't really? think they'll die. No, I don't think either of them will die, because also, they're, like, the gay couple. They can't die. I mean, when I say we're going to lose one, I mean, Rathion will just find a lady dragon, and everyone's headcanon will be destroyed. It's the most logical. It makes sense if he wants to make more dragons. But he also could be like, Anduin, open a sperm bank donor donation in Stormwind, and I'll give my dragon seed. And well, a dragon will eventually show up, and we can seed each other. You know, that's, that could happen. And then they William seeded each other. I'll bring yes. the big pickle. Or, I'm sorry, it was a cucumber. That would be cool, though, if he, Raphael was our connection. Like that, that just makes a lot of sense, I feel like. It does make sense. Where did he go after BFA? He was just like, I'm done. I'm I'm dusting the wind again. He went to go talk to Ebonhorn about finding the rest of the flights. He there literally you all go. Yo, it's totally dragon related. Like it, 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 it can't or, not be. Or and I'm gonna say, maybe they don't bring them back through good old lovemaking. Maybe there's a secret sect in the Dragon Isles that we just don't know about for some reason. That's definitely something they're definitely going to be like, it's the purple dragon flight. Surprise. But this also, it being a dragon expansion, also satisfies a lot of other players' requests. And that's, we just want to quest on Azeroth. The Dragon Isles are low. There's that spot in the Eastern Kingdoms. Remember that like you can't go to. There's a whole zone we can't even mm-hmm. get into. What if they just make that into Dragon Isle entrance area? Like, and then we're on our continents. So you're talking about, like, the zone up by Silver Moon, right? Where you just cannot fly over it as well? I'm thinking of what I said earlier. North of Lordaeron, west of Silver Moon? Yeah, yeah. If we're, if we're thinking, like, southeast of Northrend, there's a whole lot of sea there that they could suddenly, air quotes, discover a continent on. Okay, but I, I want to respond to Slide's thing, because like, I, I got beef for those people who are like, I just want to quest on Azeroth again. I'm like, bitches, where have Get you em. been? We've been Get questing em. on Azeroth. Like, all of BFA, Kul Tiras, and Zandalar was on Azeroth. Legion like, was on Azeroth. Right? Fuck you guys. Like, like, Shadowlands is the first one in a while that hasn't distinctly been yeah, on Azeroth. Yeah, just speak with your whole chest and say you want to go back to Silver Pine Forest, you Pussies. Yeah, because we and then you also have to remember in BFA where were we? We were in Old Doom and we were in Pandaria. <laughs> no, these people literally are just like we don't want to do any new content, which is fine. Go play classic or just do whatever you do want to do now. Yeah, now the, like, these whatever. people. <laughs> I'm sorry, our spice factor is increasing. Go. Here we go. <laughs> but I'm I'm drunk. Fuck it. These people played Kata and then they fell off. And then they come back and they, they're they upset that they have to learn new lore. So they're like, we want to go back to Azeroth, not even understanding that we've been there for forever. Wad and Shadowlands are like the only times we've left recently. Oh, man. Okay. You know, we're already getting spicy. Let me add a little bit of spice factor to this. I saw the usual drumming of player housing and people being like, guys, I have a good feeling. This is it. We're going to get player housing in this next expansion. And I'm like, baby girl, I don't think it's happening. 
And also, why do you think that? There's no reason for you to think. There's nothing pointing at that. There's nothing. You three or four I see on the tab every day, you're going to get whomped again, and I don't want to see you sad when it happens. What makes me the most mad is that eventually, one day, they're probably going to be right. But it's because they guessed it every single goddamn year. Of course, when she <laughs> made broken it. clock is correct at least two times a game series. I mean, it's the same reason why Dragon Isles is probably going to be correct eventually, because, like, the same people have been saying, Dragon Isles, next expansion, probably for, like, at least ever since we've started playing. They've been saying it since 2003, because it was originally in the concept art and all that shit. It was cut so early on. So, I'm not surprised. I mean, people are gonna have to do what people do. Baby's gonna do what baby's gotta do. But I will say that I would enjoy player housing if they were to edit. Um, it just is not at the top of my, like, personal wants or needs list. But, like, if they decide to do it, cool. Whatever. It, I, I mostly just don't. I'm not about it because I know I'd have the most sad barren house ever. <laughs> so I wasn't about it in the first place. Aaron, why are you going to have a house in the barrens? <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also, that is so true. I didn't think about that. Okay. That hurt, by the way. <laughs> That hurt faking a laugh it. that hard. Yeesh. Think about garrisons. There were trophies and stuff and statues that you would get, and it'd be like, you had this awesome statue of uh, Cadgar killing Gul'dan, and you get the statue in your garrison if you complete AOTC. And then, like, a quarter of the base went, I'm never going to have that in my garrison because I don't do content. So I will say, though, the, the way that RuneScape did it is they basically added a whole skill that was, like, creating furniture and stuff for the houses, which was cool. So, like, you had, like, some people that were, like, max level at that, and they would have, like, the most badass house just because, like, they would farm the materials for it, craft these really cool things, and their house was cool. So maybe they could do something like that, and then those people would do that. I don't know. So, <laughs> a little more focus and a little more zeroed in again. So we have some information on how the teardrops are going to work in the raid. So we know that you can get tear from outside of the raid, which maybe this shouldn't. This maybe this isn't very good to put at the end because no one listens to the end of this. That's fine. I, I want to hear about it. Yeah, I want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Half this show is me just learning about these things firsthand anyways. So we know which bosses will drop which tier. Who cares? I'm not going to remember this. I'm going to forget that easy. But we know now that the teardrops do not drop as part of your normal loot table. They're rolled for on the extra loot table. Which means that your odds of getting these are higher. Because say that say that like your your boss that you want to kill for your tier piece has eight pieces of gear on it. Well, good luck getting that. Right? But th- with this new system, you can get one of the seven pieces. And your extra loot could be your tier piece. Easy. Okay, so so you're saying that like if we defeat Anduin and a helm one drops or whatever, is it like a cloth helm tier set piece that all the clothies like Aaron and I would roll on, or is it just anybody? No, would roll no on tokens. It? Tokens do not exist anymore. The actual piece drops for you, or it doesn't drop for you. So instead of having a like sixteen percent chance to drop an item, now there's just a forty percent chance for it to show up as bonus loot. As bonus loot. And I know what you're thinking, oh well I can't trade it. Wrong. Tier bonus loot can be traded. Now, this does propose a little bit of a problem. So the druids in our guild are going to have a great time because they're all going to get pieces of extra loot and they're all going to trade each other. Immune, the solo priest, has to fight with himself and only trade with himself. Okay, so Aaron and I are in the same boat here where, um, you know, I'm the only priest, he's the only mage on our squad, and I think the other squad has also one mage and one priest. So, like, it's just us out here, Aaron. <laughs> wow. So if you don't get your extra loot piece, no one can trade you because of no other mages. Which Aaron's luck, we know, is not so hot with that kind of system. I think about the cloth hat every day. Oh, but Brodsky might be maining a priest. 
So maybe I have maybe I have some hope here. <laughs> well, immunization, uh, that doesn't help me. <laughs> well, you see, big brain player, Bratzi's gonna be maining a holy priest, so I am gonna bring in my arcane mage, who's my new main now. Yeah, we're gonna fuck Bratzi. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get really close to Gandolin. Uh, maybe become their third, so that he trusts me enough to trade me the tier pieces. Just get a raid of Kaz group instead of ours. Okay, headed back. That plan was over. We all should just play Druids. That's it. Garage is up, baby. Trilini's only level 32. She's enjoying her time in the Trilini's right halfway there. She's almost done. Honestly, it'll be reflected on later in the episode, but... It would not take me a long time to get her up to date. You could do it. I want to level some stuff. I just, there's so many games. My pool is so full, and I'm like, part of me, like, I want to get all my covenants to max. I'm afraid that something's going to happen in this balance change. Like, I think Kyrian could be, like, a Pharaoh Druid, like, Black Sheep. And I'm like, I don't want to have to level that shit, man, but I'm going to have to. I, if we were raiding still, I would say it's pretty easy. You just get the 40 boost and then like a few weeks and then it'll just passively get up there. But we aren't raiding anymore. <laughs> also, if I'm raiding without Convoke, what's the fucking what's the fucking point? What's the fucking, I wouldn't do my raiding. I would absolutely have to go back to Night Fae to raid as a Pearl Druid. So it wouldn't help me. Otherwise, you guys are carrying me. <laughs> and now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium Mooch, immune, what you got this week? Well, this week, I have a top two. Top two! And my top two is that our guild has been, like, running the mythics, and you know how much your boy loves the mythics, even though, like, I mean, we've had, like, an awkward amount where, like, we either barely have enough for two groups or, like, we don't have enough for two groups, and, like, you know, I'm not the one that's, uh needing this necessarily so i just like sit there i'm gonna watch all my babies i'm like go get it guys but I'm, I'm just happy that people are running mythics i wish i could run mythics with you guys my group is not as fun what do you mean it's just a lot of guys that don't talk you go in you just do the content no one says anything honestly that's my ideal dungeon though i like doing my dungeon oh, in silence oh. i don't like talking during them either oh, <laughs> so you wouldn't get much pers- difference it is a personality absent thing last night there was gonna be a bunch of them but i did one and i was like this just feels like a chore goodbye i'm just so focused when i do them that i'm like i don't have time to like small talk like sometimes we even i'll even turn people down in discord <laughs> They're talking too much during my key. <laughs> but yeah, I, my, my top two is just I'm happy that people are running them because I like them. Also, I ran enough that I had two vault slots on my on my priest uh, this week in the dungeons, uh, which has been a while that I've actually run enough dungeons for that. So, nice. you know, I, you know I, was, I was running some too, which is fun. Slide whistle. What do you have? I got a big old top two this week. Ooh, toot toot toot. So, as you may or may not know, Wrath of the Lich King Time Walking is back. I did know that. It's a frozen path through time this week. I didn't notice it. (laughs) But this is probably the best ever Time Walking Lich King has been. Because you may have forgotten they tweaked the dungeon pool for what's in these dungeon time walkings. And Pit of Sauron is removed. Canceled. You can now run your fucking ICC time walking without fear of being stopped by the worst goddamn time walking dungeon. I can level my alts. I my hunter. I want to play him. I guess the Rebel Hunter is legitimately the best hunter class right now. Can you believe that? For what? Yes. Like what? Like, like which hunter? All of them? Yes. Survival is on top right now. PTR testing, um, I think even like some like pre-PTR testing, like like current retail, it's looking real strong. I can believe it. I'll be it'll be touched upon in a minute here, but I can believe it. I'm gonna level that boy, and I'm gonna do it without having to go through the pit of Sauron, which means easy going. I mean, you looks worried. You look worried right now. 
this is this is uncharted territory right now for this class. I'm normally like, well, you know what, Marx is better than me, but at least I'm not the worst. Now I'm like, I'll probably be the worst. That's fine. What else is new? What about you, Aaron? What's your top two wabu you? I need some milk. <laughs> oh. He needs some milk. Oh, I have ruined this show. <laughs> that is my ultimate victory by getting immune to reference the he needs some milk vine. I, I feel like it's not even my first time referencing it at this point. You've you've thrown it in so often. Well I mean like I don't I don't hate it. <laughs> I that is, every time that, it is the, that is the price one must pay when you leave it on Aaron's doorstep to edit. But I have a medium moot this week. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's a really it's a mean all negative aspects are on myself. So this past week, not only did I finish Gelbin 2, which if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that I did not pay nearly enough attention to, and he was actually fun. But this past week, I leveled Papastine to max level and got Nestesia to about 53-ish. And I got to say, I'm discovering systems and moves on them that I never knew about in the 110 levels that I played them on previously. Okay, so Nestesia, is she your warlock? She is. She is my affliction warlock, which I've always been like, ah, affliction, it stinks, it's dumb. And playing now, I don't know if I just I I have the I have clarity or for some reason I'm discovering all of these moves and systems I didn't do before. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, survival hunter, affliction, warlock. These are more fun than I gave them credit for. Did you like hard mode level the first time where you're like, you know, my, my bar is like half full here. You know, I only use one through four anyways. I'm set for the rest of the leveling process. I don't know, but I mean... I know Slide has a warlock, but it wasn't affliction, so immune. I'll just I'm pointing my head in cyberspace to you. I yeah. did not do fear or shadow fury until now. And I am discovering those are a major part of staying alive as a warlock. You said that mine wasn't so, affliction? Mine is affliction. I thought you were desperate. No, I'm affliction, bitch. Ta- okay, well, I have, eve me inside out. I have returned my gaze to in the middle of the two of you in this triangle that we have sat ourselves in. But yeah, I was just like, damn, it's it's sort of like how I discovered slice and dice. It's like I have discovered these moves that I really should have learned decades ago. But now I know them and they're very helpful and all of my heritage armor tunes have just been fun to play. Shadow Fury is great, but it feels like a trap. It's like, yeah, it casts this long spell that will just stun everybody, and then it's like, you know, damage. And I'm like, <laughs> my big thing is I'm <laughs> also I got mad because I did not know because I didn't use it as much that fear for warlock is not something that's on a cooldown. It's just something they can always do, and I'm like, those motherfuckers. I think it's one of those things that might have, like, a reduced, like, amount of time it fears, maybe. It's like Polymorph. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, you know what? To really top off this medium moot Aaron has, guess what, guys? I just got another article about Bobby Kotick to really end this show off. Reportedly, according to the Wall Street Journal, Bobby K wanted to buy Kotaku and he wanted to buy PC Gamer. To reduce critical coverage surrounding Activision Blizzard wow. and rebuild the company's public reputation. Wow. <laughs> he wanted to buy them out and be like, now nah, you can't talk about this. Wow, How that's some like sad. early US, like that's early US like evil politician energy where it's like, I'm gonna buy out the media so they can't talk about me. That is some real also, kingpin also, shit. He- he wanted to buy Kotaku. Right? Oh, fuck it. No one likes Kotaku. That shows how out of touch with everything Robert Kotick is. Oh, my God. Would he have, like, renamed it to, like, Bobby Kotaku? <laughs> <laughs> renamed what? Him? Renamed himself? 
<laughs> he said, starting today, my legal identity is Robert Kotaku. I fucking hate Kotaku. They're, oh, like, well, yeah, he, you're right. He has no fucking idea. Like, he was like, I can't believe Kotaku said that about me, not knowing that, like, that actually gives him credence because Kotaku fucking sucks. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode, but I just want everyone to know that it was brought to you special by our patrons. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tajirla, fourth host of the podcast, Yo Monkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Vanderlyle, a.k.a. Please don't right-click and save my shout-out. NSYNC slash Drag Race. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Adorno, and joining us this week, Gershom. Check out Thrall's Balls on your podcasting application. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. I, I, I like the moniker of Fallen Father of Trade Chat. <laughs> and with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at do not pod at gmail.com. Join our Discord at do not relent.com. You can leave us your review on Spotify, on iTunes, on Warcraft Radio, wherever you fucking want to. We'll read it, we'll take a shot, we'll piss ourselves. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow me on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. And you can follow my Twitch. We're back, baby! I got my shit all sorted out! At Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Bye! And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.